0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the DesrelBrods.com video games podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dead, and my new wrist brace is really making my arm itchy. Joining me today we got Man. Aloha. And Alex.
1: And I don't have a wrist brace that is making my arm itchy, just so you know.
0: Yeah, I just I just got this It's a new It doesn't have any kind of metal in it, so it's not the most like supportive, but it does add like a compress to it, which helps.
1: <laughs> Did you injure yourself.
0: Uh, too much fapping. Basically. I was
1: trying not to say that.
0: Dude, I walk around with a brace on my right wrist. Everyone thinks <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> I, I was deliberately trying not to say, hey, did you fap too much?
2: <laughs> Captain of immaturity.
1: Because as we know, you can't possibly throw your wrist out fapping too much. I'm pretty sure it's impossible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tried hard enough.
1: Uh, maybe not.
0: You really haven't.
1: Maybe
0: not. You gotta put in the dedication, man. You gotta put in the work.
2: Thirty six hours later, come back to us. Ha <laughs> ha come. <laughs>
0: Isn't this a video games podcast? Yeah, it is. And we're about on we're about on brand. Yeah, just about. There's a lot of really stupid immature jokes about jerking it. Anyway. Yeah, Alex, you played a video game this week, or are you just hit, I, I, or are you just I, here for the masturbation talk?
2: No, 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 no. I did play something this week.
0: Huzzah! And
2: he's here for the masturbation talk. <laughs> that too.
0: Masturbation talk's just a bonus. <laughs> You're talking no about order. the latest giant robot Japanese game, and then also jacking it.
1: No, no giant robot games uh, this week. Instead. <laughs> since I, since i hate myself and i never learned my lesson i played an mmorpg again
0: yay oh
1: why because it was a free trial
0: was it a japanese one a korean one or an american one
1: no it was final fantasy 14
0: ah okay so I don't japanese know it's one not
1: that bad it's, it's, it's not that bad more importantly it was well, th- this guy was on a uh, a new uh, group of people i started chatting with online this one guy uh, is, is like you should totally try it, it's free. You can play up to level 35 free, so it's and, free. And you, you can do it on your PS4 and not make your computer overheat and explode because it's four years old and can't really play games that well no more. So I decided to oblige them and gave it a try. I decided I was going to be a, a Lancer, not a Paladin. Uh, not a paladin. Well, first of all, you can't start as being a paladin. That's a class. Poor Rathgar. Yes. Second of all, one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters is Cain, who is a spear user, so I decided to honor him. Although it's worth noting, you don't actually have to start a new character to change a class. You can just go to a person and say, hey, I want to be a sword user now, and they'll reset you to level one.
2: Oh, that's poopy. I can
1: theoretically make Rathgar a paladin at some point.
2: So wait, if you can play to level 35 and they'll reset you to level 1, doesn't that arguably mean you can just keep going infinitely?
0: Yeah, but you'll never reach the level cap.
2: Yeah, but you'll never get past level 35
1: and thus get to the good stuff. So? Yes.
0: Yeah, to get to level 35, then start over basically.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure the appeal of this game is the end game content and not just running up to level 35.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's what all that's what all these RPGs are. All these all these MMOs are just fucking reach the level cap, do the end game content, and then and then sit dormant for seven months until they release new shit. Yeah,
1: the end game content is supposed to be. You know, I mean, a lot of games ah. now are, A lot of games now will just literally say, "Hey." You want to skip right to level 50 so you can jump right into the fun stuff instead of wasting two months leveling up?
0: Yeah, hell, Elder Scrolls Online, they released an update that just did that.
2: See, I I was raised on the old school MMO where you could be level 5 and enjoy just as much awesome content as that level 100 over there. The point of the game was not to rush to level 70 and then let your subscription uh, uh, fall aside because... Honestly, they want to keep your subscription fees instead of just using min-maxiness. God damn it. I actually, I actively miss the old-school way of MMOs. What MMO are you talking about? There were tons of MMOs back in the day where it was like, alright, the content is all from level 1 to level 100. Yeah, there's really awesome end-of-game items, but we want to keep you playing the whole time and like have you come back every day. To, to do new shit, and now it's hey, pay this one time cost of $150 and get a level 100 character, all of the best gear, and get to access this boss. It used to be impressive to be high level in MMOs, yeah, not anymore.
0: Well, yeah, no, most people. We're, are, we're, most
1: people are. I mean, I played EverQuest. Where like, I played EverQuest when it started. When getting to a high level was actually relatively impressive, because it was really hard, and a lot of people didn't have the the opportunity to give up their lives for five months to get to level fifty. Like me, I never <laughs> get past level ten.
0: So when you say impressive, is that like with quotes around it?
1: I'm not sure if I'm actually not sure if I'm being sarcastic or not. I mean, I I do remember back in the days of EverQuest, whenever a level 50 guy would show up, he'd be like, oh, wow, you're level 50. That's so cool. It's like,
0: oh, wow. You must have nothing going on in your life.
1: Yeah, that's so impressive. Or, you know, exactly what to exploit. That, that was, was me. Uh,
0: yeah. You, you, you just like walk up to like this fucking lich looking motherfucker. And just ask. I was like. Oh, great, Master, how did you reach level cap? And he just looked at you, and he just, like, I set up an auto-attack command and just sat near the spawn point of a bunch of rats and just kept that going for five months.
1: Now, the trick with EverQuest for uh, is that there's this one quest where you gave this guy a bunch of booze. Yep. And they just run that, like, forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and get ridiculous experience payout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think they stopped that after they realized people were exploiting that, but...
0: You'd think they would have realized that what, before they shipped or- the game.
2: One of my favorite MMO stories, and this wasn't me. This was some other guy. I don't know. I don't even know their name. But uh, um, it was one of the. I believe there was a Dragon Quest MMO, and he what he did was he captured a slime in a house, and he kept splitting the slime until there were so many stacks of slime that there were no monsters spawning anywhere else on their server. <laughs> And then he said, "Either, either you give me all this shit, or I release these slimes." And they said, "Fuck you."
0: Yeah, don't and negotiate with terrorists.
2: And he crashed the server hard.
1: Damn, I'm surprised. And it, it is thanks to
2: him there. that slimes no longer split. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it is literally, like, literally. After he did this, they released a patch that prevented slimes from splitting anymore. And from that day on, slimes did not split. What were
1: the GMs doing? Mm. I mean, if, I mean, if you try that in WoW or EverQuest, like, they'd immediately teleport to your position, insta kill all the slimes, and then ban you from the game. Like, see, this was in
2: the this was in the early days, so like, I don't think that kind of shit would have flown.
1: A Dragon Quest MMORPG?
2: Like the like I'm um, the game I'm talking about was like in the nineties. So like in the early days of MMOs. Jeez. So wow. Yeah.
1: I don't even know. I didn't even know they had those back then.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, I, I'm double checking to... looking around for other stuff, like looking around at Dragon Quest games that were online.
2: I'm not sure if it was a Dragon Quest MMO, but like I re- I remember distinctly there were slimes. And, like, if you, didn't, if you did just the right amount of damage, you could force them to split. And, th- like, that was what he did. He just, like, cycled slimes doing just enough damage until finally he fucked the server. I
1: mean, you'd never be <laughs> able to get away with that now. They'd just be like, nope.
2: Yeah, it's like, eat yes. ass, dude. And that's the point. It's an old story, not a new story. So Though that makes happening? me
0: think of a... What? What year did you say the game was out again?
2: Oh, it was in the '90s. I, again, I can't remember all the details, but that makes me think of another story that's more recent from Eve Online. Oh, fucking Eve! Eve Eve is a spawn. I actually have two that immediately come to mind when I even say the name Eve.
0: Okay, the Eve Online stuff is a bit different because, like, their whole thing was with the it's real money. Yeah, with with, with like with the Dragon Quest thing, that was terrorism. With Eve Online, this was we need to reset the in-game economy.
2: Well, no, like uh, I don't know, I don't know what you're thinking of, but the first one I'm thinking of is a father put a hit out on his son in Eve. Like, and I mean, his Eve character got killed, not the father got his son physically killed, but I, a, I a father paid someone to pick on his son in Eve Online. Until he stopped playing and got a real job. (laughs) Uh, But the other one is possibly one of the most brilliant bits of espionage that I've ever heard. Uh, Basically, this guy was getting fucked over by a guild. So he manipulated things so he could join that guild and worked his way up through the ranks until he was finally one of the higher ranked members of the guild with the authority to disband the guild. So one day, he just transferred everything the guild had over to a separate character, to a different character, and disbanded the guild. So suddenly, there are people out there with these really boss ships who are like, yeah, I've got a whole gang backing me up. And then, (laughs) three million dollars is gone. You have no backing. (laughs) All of your enemies are now hunting you down systematically and killing you. (laughs) Uh... And, like, I've I've read stories about Eve heists that were in, like, actual hundreds of real dollars, hundreds of thousands of real dollars being stolen in Eve. (laughs) It's Uh absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah. And the thing I'm talking about with Eve, so, it was a big fucking... It was a big fucking event. So the whole thing was organized by a player who was banned from the game for encouraging a suicidal player to kill himself. Uh. But then he came back at a fan fest. So this guy used to be the boss of like a very big in-game company, basically. Uh And so at a fan fest event back in 2012, uh, he led an assault on the Jita trade hub, which is the center of the in-game economy. Essentially, he was like, all right, guys, yeah, we're gonna be doing this thing. It's called Burn Jita. And what we're gonna be doing is just the day that my ban ends, we're gonna fucking nuke that thing. So he got 14,000 chips. To oh. just To just fucking show up and assault this goddamn post. And... It was kind of great because the developers of the game were just like, Yeah, fucking do it, bro. This is gonna be great. You can't handle us, man. Oh god, he's handling us, man. No, 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 it isn't even no, it isn't even like a it isn't even like a oh yeah, go ahead and do it, you'll never be able to do it, fucker. Oh my god, they did. No, it was like, yeah, they're gonna do it. It's gonna be fucking great. Just, really? Yeah, because well, that, just- that, that that was the whole thing. They Eve Eve Online is a fucking Eve Online, from what I understand, is essentially a it's a two part game, one part spreadsheets, one part like desktop backgrounds.
2: <laughs> yeah, from what I from what I understand of Eve.
0: Yeah, the game is all
2: about fucking I, I've actually been offered like I used to be really big in the MMO scene. I used to like play all the MMOs. I got into beta's all the time. I got offered an Eve. Like pass, uh-huh. like a, f- a free like month for a while, like and I was like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> I already got a real job. This sounds like another job.
0: But yeah, so like, uh, it's like the head of the co- like one of the uh, producers, senior producers in the game, was talking to like Eurogamer, and and was like, you want to think it's like there was one bug, uh, the bookmarking, the bookmark escaping aggro bug. In the game that meant that if they do the things they're going to do, they could have escaped the in-game consequences. So they fixed that bug about three three weeks ago. And they're like, okay. And did it anyway. There, There was a bug that they could have exploited that would have made sure that nothing bad happened from what they did. That bug got removed. And they did it anyway knowing that. And then they just kept going trying to destroy this fucking economy.
2: Well, see, yeah. the uh, the big thing with, one of the big things with Eve is you can kind of get away with, like, really, really violent criminal things if you have a big enough army behind you. Yeah. and Because really the only thing that, like, fucks you in Eve is either a ban or the, like, pre-programmed massive death ships. Coming to kill you. And if I remember correctly, again, this could could be faulty memory, but I'm pretty sure you can kill
0: those. Yeah, probably. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like the lead de- the lead designer on the game actually said, like, this whole thing, this whole Burn Jeta situation, is what makes their game good.
1: The controversy is what makes it good.
0: No, according to him, um Yeah, he said, quote do you want to play a 15-minute match of Call of Duty that you, remember, that you won't remember the next day, or do you want to spend four months manufacturing 14,000 thrashers to do this? It's just so big and awesome. Yeah, I actually kind of have to agree with that. And then the producer came back in and said, We want people to be able to do this. If Goonswarm want to do it, we want them to do it, and we want them to have a great time doing it. The worst thing we could do is to stop it from happening. It would be appalling for the game. It would be against everything we stand for. What
1: was the group called?
0: A uh, goon swarm.
1: That's from something awful. Yeah, I know. That's that's definitely from something awful.
0: Of course it is.
2: Yeah, this that see, Eve Online is actually like the closest thing I can think of right now to the MMOs I grew up loving. Because yeah, you can pay to win, but it's still going to take you time. <laughs> You can be as impressive as you want. And that motherfucker is going to be like, yeah, you just spent $100 on that chip. I actually earned mine. It's not as impressive, but I actually learned the game.
0: Remember Dust 514?
2: Vaguely. I recognize the name more than
0: anything. It's a first-person shooter set in EVE Online. How does that work? So, so basically what it would be is you would jump into the game and you would be on planets and you would be fighting on planets and stuff. Um, And, and like how it would work is you would just like fucking, you would just jump into the game. It would be a big fucking server. You would go out, do and shoot when shoot whatever. And then if you had friends in Eve online, they could show up to the planet on which you're fighting and help you by bombarding the planet from orbit. And it was all fucking, it was real goddamn ambitious.
1: Certainly sounds like it. Did it work?
0: Uh, apparently. It was apparently like, it wasn't horribly received, but it didn't do all that great.
2: Oh, it was Ultima Online. Ultima Online was the one where the slime splitting was done.
1: Okay. Oh, right that yeah, makes a a bit more sense.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Uh back to what we were talking about, Final Fantasy 14. I
1: I don't don't remember what was I talk what was I saying about it before we got on this long ramble.
0: I actually do not remember.
1: Okay, well anyway, uh I started playing. It's it's I mean it's basically your standard 3D MMO. Pretty pretty nice, actually, graphic wise, compared to EverQuest and WoW, although they are like tw- almost 20 years old at this point.
0: Yeah, but is hey, this... we're going to be getting a new WoW thing. Where is... Is your...
1: Yeah, but I don't think WoW has significantly upgraded the graphics since the game started. I could be wrong because I haven't touched WoW in like 10 years.
0: From what I remember, like every new update did come with like a small graphical boost. So like same art style, just kind of looks slightly better, like not. Um, I don't think appreciably better.
1: Yeah, maybe I don't know. I did. I never lasted past the third expansion.
0: I'm actually. I'm actually gonna check now.
1: Nope. Okay. So, and there's there's like a. It's kind. Of, it reminds me of like the old Republic, and that it's not just like go and kill random things and do random quests until you get to a high enough level, then you can do raids. There's like an actual character story. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to do a story quest to advance the story, and then you go and there's like a cutscene with your character, except your character is the typical silent protagonist that just gestures instead of talking. Because actually, I don't know, Final Fantasy characters aren't usually known for that.
0: No, And yeah, from the looks of it, um, with Legion, a expansion pack for WoW that came out in twenty. 20- 16, I think, uh, there was a there was a graphical overhaul.
1: Well, hopefully, we'll hit the pictures in a little bit. Maybe it'll be better. So so I ran around with my spear, killing fungus creatures and other small wildlife, like in typical early MMO. And uh,
2: I prefer the original.
1: What's original?
2: Uh, dead Man just posted an Imgur of the graphical update.
1: Oh, oh. Didn't even know it was there.
0: Yep, it is. The
1: original does look better. Wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like the new one well enough.
1: Good old Torrens. I mean, it's all right, but, you know. Final Fantasy XIV looks better than both of
2: those. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't surprise me.
1: I mean, not that 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 I'm the graphics. Not that I need amazing graphics to, uh, you know. Enjoy a game. I still like the uh, the eight bit games sometimes, but you know that does look a little better. And uh, I got to level ten in like three hours. Yay. When I played EverQuest, that would take me like a month.
0: Well, yeah, so you know, which is how it should be. Well, yeah, you got to burn through those first fucking thirty five levels, so that way they could go like, "Yo, bro, pass."
1: That could be their plan. They're like, "Hey."
0: No, that is know. their plan. That's, that's, say, that's everyone's plan. it's
1: level, so you want to so they get to the money.
0: Fucker. Yeah, everyone's plan is, hey, we'll give you a little fucking taste. We'll give you like a little fucking slice of it, so you burn through the early shit. And Then it's like, hey, yo, you want to play more? Maybe like fucking, pay, maybe the fucking like chip is like sixty bucks.
1: I don't think it's that much. I think it's only like fifteen dollars for a month. Which it I doesn't
2: matter how much it is. It's all a money grab. That is true. So
0: it's almost pro- like they're a company. For think... it's almost like they're a for-profit company.
2: I know. right? That's actually making its profit in the wrong way. At least,
1: you, I mean, at least you could play it a little bit without having to pay EverQuest back in the day. I keep talking about EverQuest because that was the MMO I've probably played the longest. Like you had to pay to start to begin with.
0: Yeah, th- th- that's that's what some of them are doing now. Where it is like with uh, Elder Scrolls Online, it is. I think you pay up front and you just kind of play.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I mean, the Old Republic, you don't have to pay at all. Like, it's a lot harder to get through the game if you don't without
2: pay the Trust you. me. Trust me, I know I've played without paying. Well, you don't have to
0: pay now. At the start, you did.
2: Yeah, no. Like, but yeah. that's what I mean.
1: I, I, I didn't play it when he had to pay. I went right to the free stuff. It's like yeah, it was DC the same thing online. with a Star
0: Trek Online.
1: Ah, uh, yes. I played that for like. 20 minutes, I couldn't really get into it.
2: <laughs> it's in my list of uh, no,
1: I couldn't get, things I mean, to it, download it looked cool, but Steam. I'm like, all the cool stuff is going to take months to get to. I don't have that kind of time.
0: Jeff Gersman of GiantBomb.com paid the lifelong membership fee up front when the game came out. It was like 250 bucks, and then Jeez. it went free to play. Ouch.
1: I hope you got some kind of perk for that.
0: Yeah, I got like in-game currency and items or whatever.
1: Whoa. So we'll <laughs> see by the next podcast if I've already gotten to level 35 and gotten all I can get out of the free stuff.
2: Uh, two weeks? How long have you been playing?
1: Uh, like only a couple hours.
2: Then you'll easily have gotten to it and probably cycle through your class a few times. Probably.
1: Oh, man. Maybe, maybe I'll see if I can get every class to 30. Maybe I'll see if I can get a paladin because you can get the class upgrades with the. Class, the class upgrades are at level 30, and the cap is level 35, so you can, in fact, get to the upper class upgrades before you have to start
2: paying, which is nice, I guess. What's a paladin?
1: What's a paladin?
2: Wait, what? It's a reference to Ultima 9. Don't
0: worry oh. about it.
1: Okay. So, Except, of course, there are a couple exclusive classes to the expansions, which you can't get without buying the expansion. Shocking. Like uh, Red Mage's. Or Dark Knights.
0: You can be Batman?
1: Yeah, you can be Batman if Batman wore black armor, had a giant sword, and his entire skill set revolved around, damaging himself to cause damage to his enemies. So,
2: medieval Batman. Yes.
0: Yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, yeah, that's that's Batman. So I will use my blood magic to hurt you. It alleviates the pain of my parents' murder.
2: Now I kind of want to play this game and just like go in as a dark, uh, with the intention of being a Dark Knight and name my character Bruce Wayne. I
1: mean, you could do that. And then get but... a companion
0: named Selena Kyle, who eventually leaves you because she thinks you are because she thinks she will destroy your existence of pain. <laughs> Fuck Batman Fifty.
1: I was trying not to say that, but of course you had to go there.
0: Yeah, of course I fucking did. It just happens. And it's still terrible. Fuck that book.
1: I was talking about the Titans, actually. Fuck that too. I, oh, I know, but you know.
0: Right, I forgot that that line was in there.
1: Yes, it was. I mean, that's all people seem to care about.
0: I wasn't. I wasn't referencing that. I was referencing the fact that Batman Fifty is a bad issue of Batman.
1: Fuck Batman and Black Starfire. That's pretty much all people care. Well,
2: no, no! It's not. It's not, it's not Black them, Star fire, it's Starfire. It's Hooker Starfire. Yeah, I care about her design, which is terrible. Yeah,
0: her being black doesn't fucking matter. Oh, just her. Just the fact that she looks like dog shit.
2: Racists hate Black Starfire. Fans hate Starfire's
0: design. Also the also the effects like th- they're not. Oh, no, the, the effects e- are terrible. Yeah, they're not the effects of somebody who a has done visual effects before, or b knows what Starfire does. You
2: know what they are? They're Godzilla 98 trying to do Atomic Breath. <laughs> that's a lot of fish.
0: Yeah. There's A lot of dead gang members.
1: I must I must say that's a lot of fish whenever reminded of Godzilla 98.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's the joke now. Uh-huh. Yeah. All of Titans looks terrible. Starfire's just getting the brunt of it.
1: This is truly the worst timeline.
0: Yeah, Starfire's just getting the most coverage because she's black, and so.
2: And there are a lot of racists uh, uh, out and about right now.
0: Not necessarily a lot, just very loud ones. True. Yeah, that's the thing. right? everybody's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of racists." It's like, well, that's... you know what we should do? We should
2: start treating racists like how bigots want us to treat homosexuals. Oh wait, we already do that. Never mind. Yeah, Well, we should call it their coming out parties whenever they uh, announce that they're racist to the world.
0: Or we stop giving them attention.
2: I think it's funnier to imply they're gay.
0: Yeah, but then they'll get mad and more people come out of it, and then news outlets will cover it. Then they'll get more attention, thus they'll lean into it.
1: It's a never-ending yeah. cycle.
0: No, it has an end. Just fucking... Ignore them. Yeah, they're like Freddy Krueger. They only have power if you care about them. Gotta
2: believe.
0: like they say something racist, you say, that's racist, and then leave them alone.
2: That's racist.
0: They'll keep fucking screaming their dog shit, and if people aren't there to respond to it, then... They'll get fucking mad and probably end up accidentally killing themselves by, by uh, tripping and impaling themselves in their bottle of fucking $2 beer that they're drinking from their fucking sister.
2: Or end up destroying their uh, organization from the inside with their infighting because it turns out racists just don't like people. There have been a few racist organizations that literally tore themselves apart recently.
0: Moving on, please. Yeah, I forgot what the I was love going of God to say
1: because because of all that racial talk. So anyway, um, yes, Final Fantasy fourteen is pretty good for an MMORPG, I guess. For the three hours I've played it,
0: ring endorsement.
1: I'll, I'll yeah, I'll keep on playing it and see if it it sucks or any other form of uh, badness. Well, I didn't play anything else. I did, however, watch a friend play something. Does that count?
0: I'm going to say no.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fine. Be Just
0: I don't want to set a precedent for us talking about let's plays or whatever.
1: No, it's not a, I mean, you know, it's not a let's play.
0: I'm aware, but it's a slippery slope.
1: Oh, okay. Then, uh, okay, I guess that's all I have to say then. Alrighty then. For my one game that we spent a very long time talking about racism and other MMORPGs. <laughs> Glad I could broaden the scope of the cast.
0: It's how podcasts work. Anyway. So I, I had a bit of a journey with video games.
1: Are we not about to talk about Let's Plays? No. Is that a metaphor for something?
0: No, nah, just... I had... So there were two games that I tried to buy at the beginning of this month that I thought, yeah, I'll play these, we can talk about them. Uh, first one was Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. So this was a, this is the game, uh, it was re-released on Steam recently, but it was like a PS2-era third-person platformer. In the I've vein of, of like, game. a Crash Bandicoot or Spyro or whatever.
1: So you did buy this game?
0: Yes, I bought this game. It was on Steam you for $17. Said,
1: you, you said I tried to buy it, like, somebody stopped you from buying the game.
0: Let him finish the story. So I bought it, installed it, and started playing it. And I got 10 minutes in and get, asked for a refund. Ouch! Oh,
1: so that's what you meant by tried, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was that bad, huh?
0: Yeah. Like, it... So, getting into it, it immediately felt weird. Like, there was... It felt like there was, like, some kind of delay on anything I wanted to do. Like, not a super long delay, but a delay that was noticeable enough to be frustrating. So, like, I would go try to do something, and then I would... And then it would be like, all right, so yeah, go do this. And then, like... Less than a third of a second later, it's happening. But it's still like, oh god, this feels so sluggish, and everything felt. And super... on
2: a platformer, that's really gonna fuck you.
0: Yeah, and everything felt super imprecise too. Um, because what I had to do was, so I was playing, so I was playing as a potential god named Sphinx. Um, and I was sent by um, one of the el one of my elder gods, uh, to this to this temple in order to get some magic shit in it to ascend to being a full God. Oh fuck. So we get, so we get there and we're in this little starting area that has some plants that I can't really do anything to that explode a small lava lake and then a platform and then a ledge that I cannot reach no matter how hard I try because it's like literally three times higher than I can jump. So what I had to do was I had to walk around a bit, uh, get to that ledge where the other god that I was transported with would be like, hey, fucker, let's get up here. And I'm like, I can't. And he's like, you piece of shit. Why the fuck you send me? And then a giant monster approached, appeared out of the lava lake. I then had to talk to him. He's like, oh, I want coconuts. They had to go. Then I had to grab a rock and throw it at a coconut tree to grab the coconut, carry it over to him where he eats. It and goes, when oh. was this
2: game made?
0: Like 2001, 2002. Because this
2: sounds like some 80s era shit.
0: Yeah. Wow. Had to go grab the coconut, walk it over to him, feed it to him. He goes, oh, that's great. Can I get some more coconuts? And then at that point, I looked around and saw that there were seven coconut trees. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And then I just uninstalled the game immediately. <laughs> get me some more coconuts. I don't need coconuts, damn it. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> but yeah, so return that immediately. You know what that sounds like? What?
1: An MMORPG. <laughs>
0: but it wasn't. <laughs> that actually that your
2: exactly... basic quest. Okay, get me seven coconuts. That okay, actually thanks. does sound exactly like an MMO. No, it's
0: worse than an MMO.
1: Go kill five rhinos and bring me back their horns. Also, not every rhino will have a horn for some reason.
0: So imagine...
2: Oh, God, that's so infuriating when that so
0: happens. So imagine if... When you went to go kill the rhinos and you got their horns, you could only carry one horn at a time. And imagine that the combat was super imprecise and you had a 50% chance of if if you were facing the thing, if what you hit it with would actually hit it. You also didn't have a weapon and you can only carry rocks. It's so much worse.
2: Can I get a refund on the time that I had to learn about this game?
0: Yeah, so return that. Still
2: waiting on the. Play that game?
0: Yeah, so I returned that. Still waiting on the refund. Like it's processed. it's like It's been approved and everything. I'm just waiting for the bank to process it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So in the meantime, I went down to my local video game retailer. I spent video games to pick up a game. And I was like, I, was like, I wasn't sure what I was going to get because <laughs> I had spent the last couple of weeks thinking, oh, yes, Spider-Man comes out next week. Because for some reason, I thought August was September.
1: You're wrong. It's not.
0: Yes, I know. I'm aware. So, it went down it there and over. ended up picking up the new God of War. Because it heard, like, fucking banger shit about it, and I wanted to try it out. So, bought it, took it home, put it in, and it was copying data from the disc. It got about 75% done, and then just stopped. Uh Turned out the disc was fucked.
1: Did you get do one?
0: Um... I exchanged it for Shadow of War.
1: I mean, why didn't you just ask for a non-broken version of that game?
0: Because
2: Shadow of War and God of War aren't that far off from each other.
0: No, they very much are.
2: Really? Because from what I've played of Shadow of War, and what I remember of God of War, God of War was just a bit of a faster-paced beat-em-up, whereas Shadow of War... Eh, I suppose you're right.
0: God of War is a character action game with a linear storyline and level design, whereas...
2: I just agreed with you. I don't need to hear this entire spiel. You will listen to the lecture and you'll like it.
0: No, it's not a lecture. I'm just... Anyway. So, yes, I got Shadow of War. I should have just asked for another copy of God of War, because Shadow of War is... I'm not liking it that much. Which is a shame because I fucking loved, I fucking love Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Oh yeah, Shadow of Mordor was great. Shadow of Mordor was a fantastic fucking game. Yeah, it. This just feels lesser.
2: I still haven't beaten Shadow of Mordor. I would like to state because I get too drawn into the side shit. I get too drawn into the I'm gonna go hunt down that last orc. Oh, there's a new orc to kill. Yeah, that's that's the point. Drawn into that side of the point of
0: that game. I like like going into this, I could not tell you dick about the story. Cause I just don't pay attention to it. I, I like go I like go to story beats to open up new areas of the map when I need to go fucking murder more orcs. But other than that, I don't give a fuck. Like there are collectibles that I'm going around getting that are literally just they're literally just story beats. They're called She Love's Memories, which are just Bits of backstory for Shelob. And I could not tell you dick about Shelob. Who's Shelob? Uh, Shelob is a giant spider.
2: I don't ever want to play that game. Don't,
0: don't worry. She spends most of the game looking like a hot lady.
2: That's even more horrifying to me.
1: Tell me more. I'm intrigued by this.
0: That was actually one of the big controversies around this game when it came out. Like, uh, like before all the loot box shit started really getting heat, what was getting heat was the fact that they turned Shelob, a giant spider, into an, into a conventionally attractive woman. Which, from what I understand, is not something Shelob could do.
1: But that's my fit. I mean, what is what a terrible thing to do. Yes, indeed.
0: Yeah, so from what I remember of the plot, um, Talion and Celebrimbor our two lead characters, uh, had crafted a new ring of power. They just made a new ring. Really? Yeah. Because if you recall, Celebrimbor is the one who made the original rings. Yeah, I don't know if you remember any of that from the actual game, Shadow of Mordor, but Celebrimbor... The elf, go- the elf ghost who is currently possessing you, was tricked by Sauron into making all of the rings, including the Ring of Power, the One Ring, all that shit. That was that was all him. So then, so they're like, "Hey, we need to go fucking stop this shit. Let's just make a new one." So they do, and then Shelob immediately steals it. Just fucking the second they finish making it, Celebrimbor gets fucked away, and then telling goes to rescue him and Shelob takes the ring. And then later gives it back to you for reasons that I do not care to know. Yeah, and this game, um... This game is mostly just you trying to... So, so, the, so the game is all about, um growing tensions between Talion and Celebrimbor, where Celebrimbor is all, hey, we need to murder everything. Everything needs to die so that Sauron cannot come back. And then Talion is all, I want people to not die while we're doing this. And Celebrimbor is like, fuck those dudes. Like so far, like 50% of the dialogue that I've listened to between Celebrimbor and Talion is Celebrimbor saying hey, we need to go do this stuff. But Italian's like, but people are going to die and I want to save Gondor. And Caleb is, shut the fuck up, you pussy. We have bigger things to do. And the Italian's like, well, I have the body, so fuck you. And they leave. And that's most of the dialogue that I've listened to. The rest of it is just them explaining things. Well,
1: at sucks. least they're not asking for coconuts. <sighs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so the so there were kind of two big additions to the Nemesis system that I've seen in this game. Okay. Uh the first one is they've added Olokai which are some kind of troll-like people that you cannot um they're, they're just bigger orcs. They're just fucking big ass dudes that you can't fight like regular orcs. Like their whole thing is that they don't, you can't counter them. What you do is you dodge their attack until they attack you just right, then stun them, jump on their backs, and just shank them in the fucking shoulder blade 50,000 times to kill them. So
2: the big guys from um, Assassin's Creed. I don't the remember rig- anybody the- that
0: big being in Assassin's Creed.
2: Yeah, but there were there were these really like bulky guards that were really hard to kill unless you countered them first. I might be over-exaggerating how tough they were to kill because I suck at Assassin's Creed.
0: <sighs> yeah, that's entirely possible. But yeah, Olokai are essentially trolls. Yeah, so, yeah, so they're, they're one of the things. The other thing is um, siege battles. So with this, um, with the previous thing, it would be, it would be like you would go into an area and there would be five war chiefs and then all the other orcs. You would kill the orc, you would kill orcs or or dominate them, turn them over to your cause, send them in to fuck over the war chiefs and then kill the war chiefs, implanting your own guys in charge and thus blah blah blah. blah let's take over an area. With this, what it is is there are there are war chiefs in an area, but then there's an overlord in the area. And the idea of what you're doing is you are dominating you're dominating captains like orc captains to turn them over to your side, building your own army to eventually lay siege to the overlord's castle to his keep. and as as you're going along, you're collecting these captains, uh, you can then assign the captains that you have command they you have your command to these things. all the different orc captains have levels. and as you do that, you can then also assign them. Like, bonuses, basically. Like, the way I have it set up going into my first kingdom battle is I have an High, a hunter, and some kind of, like, shield dude or assassin or something. I don't know. And then you can assign them different things. Like, hey, this Olokai, he controls an army of siege beasts that, like, just fucking fire explosives out from battlefield. We have this hunter who has a, who has a horde of defenders coming with him that are the shield dudes. And that will increase your battle level versus enemy battle level and you can also go over and fuck up their fucking war chiefs and stuff turn them over to your side or just kill them thus weakening their army and that's the thing it just seems to be it just seems to be turning the nemesis system into more of a like strategy rpg almost i actually really like the sounds of that yeah and as the game is now it's fine but from what i understand the loot boxes really fucked this system over because That's what they tend to do. Because when, once you get into the late game stuff, you had to buy dudes because the guys on the battlefield were not powerful. The guys in the area that you could actually take over were not powerful enough to give you a strong enough army to take out the Overlord. So you had to actually go and buy loot boxes to get more powerful orcs.
2: <sighs>
0: Microtransactions, yes. But luckily, by the time I bought the game this week, that had been removed entirely.
2: So yay. Hopefully you can actually beat those guys without the loot
0: boxes then. Yes. And also, I bought the game used so Warner Brothers doesn't get dick of my money. (laughs) Like, I could have gotten the game brand new for the same price as I got the used God of War. But they also had used Shadow of War for ten bucks cheaper, and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck Warner Brothers." <laughs> so I got so I got a ten buck refund. End of the game. Nice, nice. And man was fucking cool. There, I talk about him all the time. But Iceman's Man's good people. At least my local one. I don't know about the one in a different city.
2: Anyway, yeah, well, so when I move to Canada, I'll have to move into your area just so that I have a reliable game, st- game shop. Yeah, they also have—they also not have records. So we can play D and D at per- in person at all.
0: Yeah, I'm playing D and D in a church basement now. In a room with no ventilation and five people.
1: Well, they're punishing you for. Sounds like playing hell. Playing the devil's game.
0: Well, you'd think that would be Magic the Gathering because Magic the Gathering is taking place in the next room. but they have more ventilation and a small air conditioner. Oh wow. <laughs> I guess Magic
1: the Gathering is less of a sin than D&D, who knew?
0: Yeah, you'd think card you think like a game where some of the stuff that you do is like actually casting like I would think that D I would think that Magic the Gathering would be a bit more satanic than D&D cuz yeah D&D has like tieflings and stuff, but there are way more demons and shit in Magic the Gathering.
2: Yeah. Though, like my Catholic friend won't play D anD D during Lent, because it's he considers it gambling. Which Wait, does he put money down in D anD D? No, but cast, the casting of dice he considers even if there's no money on it to be gambling.
1: So he won't play a
2: board game during. So Lent? he won't live. I've tried the. I've tried all these arguments on him. Well, he played I have tried during all Lent. of them. He
0: was like, well, Lent's happening. Better stop breathing because I'm gambling on whether or not I'm, g- I'm inhaling something poisonous. I have
2: That's tried not- all of these arguments on him. He just gives me a dirty look and says stop.
1: Okay, I am gonna try to get him to play Monopoly during, D-
2: during Lent. <laughs> just like, but I want him to remain my friend.
1: <laughs> I just want to see if he'll make a distinction or not.
0: Okay, try to get him to play Candyland. There's no dice in that; you just draw cards. Yeah,
1: just, or you know, just be like, "Yo, let's play a board game for old time's sake."
2: And he's like, "Oh, you're rolling dice." Oh, we still play board games. What do you mean, old time's sake? Oh. I'm st- I'm literally looking at betrayal at the house on Haunted Hill, and uh, like, hey, buddy, Munch you want to play Small
0: right World? Now. And he's like, all right, I want, "All right, I want to invade this area. I'm gonna like go roll for reinforcements. All right, rolling dice. Let's play D and D, motherfucker. You're literally gambling on whether or not you can invade this area properly." Also just kind of up in the air you're playing as ghouls right now and that's kind of an unholy thing so maybe eh. I don't know all the rules to this I haven't <laughs> brushed I, I haven't brushed up on the latest iteration of the catholicism rules <laughs> I really want to. I really want a pope that plays D anD. d I'm just
1: point. surprised that he plays D anD. d at all. If he's
2: this hardcore Catholic, because he's really not think. this hardcore Catholic. He's just he oh. is devout. He like most Catholics don't de- think D anD. d is Satan's game.
0: Yeah, only the crazy ones do.
2: And he's mostly not crazy.
0: Yeah, like there's there's this between like being a devout Catholic and being a crazy person. Like going like oh I don't I was like oh rolling dice is a form of gambling and I'm and that's not something I do on Lent. There's there's between that and oh you're playing D and D well let me know well let me know how Satan's dictates when you're casting spells to go fucking there. I saw mazes and monsters. God dang it.
1: Mazes M- M- and monsters. Ugh. Damn you, Tom Hanks. That movie was terrible.
0: Hey, don't blame Tom Hanks. He needed to get paid. That was back before he was the biggest star on earth, so he needed to fucking pay rent. <sighs> Unless Tom Hanks comes out and says, "Yeah, I fully believe I fully believe and support all the ideas put forth in Mazes and Monsters," I, I will wholeheartedly defend him from that, that decision because motherfuckers got to eat. I
1: don't think he even remembers doing that movie.
0: <laughs> I kind of want to watch it. Just like track down a copy of it and just see it, just for fucking my own.
1: You've never seen it before?
0: No, I have not. I've also never seen Darkest Dungeons, which is another fucking amazing thing.
1: Clearly we need to do movie
0: night. Hey, we literally have a series on this fucking web we literally have a feature on this website where we sit down and watch movies.
2: Uh that is only available on Amazon Prime Video. What is? Mazes and Monsters.
0: Oh, oh if shit. only there were a way for us to set up a get set up an account to get a free get a free trial membership of Prime. That's or other two things.
2: It's two bucks on
0: Prime, it's
1: or you could just Prime. find it somewhere else.
0: Well, if only there was a way for us to you to us to get two dollars from the community to watch videos.
1: If, if only there was, if only there were sites that just put. doesn't up without do that. Caring about laws.
0: K-Man doesn't do that. No matter, no matter what argument you give me he is terrified of any of that. Damn. Believe me, much like the guy who doesn't play D and D on Lent, I've tried.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has something that they're insane about everyone. I'm not alone.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, so with Shadow of War, um, aside from the changes of the emphasis system, there were, like, some small tune changes to the combat stuff, like, for some reason you now have ice abilities. Okay. Like, remember the stun that you did in the first game where you just kind of like... Yeah, the flash. Yeah, that's, now you freeze them. For reasons I do not understand. Um now with uh now with like charagors and stuff, you can fight them like you just fight regular things, but instead of and like yeah, so so instead of just like you jump on their back and then you do a little quick time event and then you control them, what you do is you break them down, you damage them enough to the point that they are quote unquote broken. Hmm. And then you can then you can hold circle and then dominate them. Or you can get an upgrade that lets you just fucking shadow mount them and dominate them instantly. Which is what I've been doing. And then there is also loot and equipment. Because every game is now becoming more and more like an RPG and less and less like other games that they were. Thus, everything is becoming homogenized in this weird fucking massive video game-ness. But yeah, pretty much everything that you have on you uh, can be swapped out for a better version of it that has slightly higher numbers. Which includes the Ring of Power. No. Damn. Yes. No! That is so stupid. Yes, you get the Ring of Power, and then...
1: The one ring to rule them all, except for this other one that has slightly better stats.
0: Yeah, like, oh, when I I look at this thing, the new ring has green numbers, but the old ring has red numbers.
2: That is so dumb.
0: Yeah, it kind of is. But... With that uh, you can you can swap out the different kinds of stuff you can do like you can swap out your swords as that so they have different elemental effects or like poison effects, fire effects all like that. Um, you can swap out your armor and your cloak for more stealth. You can swap out your bow for a better bow or a hammer. What uh, what? Yeah. when you, you can change your ranged weapon from a bow and arrow to a hammer.
1: So you throw the hammer.
0: Yes, you know like elves do. For a while there it was actually rolling with the hammer because when you did a fully charged shot and threw it, it exploded.
1: Is it a tiny hammer or is it like a giant sledgehammer?
0: Uh it's like a throw it's like a It's a fairly decent sized hammer. Hmm. It's smaller than a sledgehammer but bigger than the hammer you're using to f- fucking forge rings. Okay. And uh yeah, so that's in there. Um when when you get into like uh the armor stuff, uh, there is armor you can get that that comes from certain um tribes. Because when you get, when, like, armor has different rating, like, rarity tiers and stuff, and when you get the, um, like, tribe armor, if you get a if you get a full set of that, if you get a full set of that, which has, like, different, which has all the different stuff, then it has, that gives you certain effects. And there are, like, I think, like, nine or ten tribes. That hasn't really come into effect yet. Um, I've only able to, I've been able to find two pieces of gear from the same tribe, and it did nothing appreciable and the numbers weren't good enough for me to keep it
2: i love it i like that's the one thing that is the dumbest in these video games like set bonuses set bonuses uh literally the the set bonus is worth less than me you know having a better piece of armor yeah
0: but set bonus no well, don't you want all your shit to match
2: Yes, but... You'll be the prettiest princess. Make the set bonus worth it.
0: But that's hard. Too bad. What do you you want? Like, alright, so it gives you a 26% increase to focus time. What if it was a 28% increase?
2: Make it so that it just doubles its effective stats. Then it'll be fucking worth it.
0: But then you won't use any of the other stuff that we made.
2: Exactly. You want a set bonus to be effective we all want to look badass, make it so that it doubles the effectiveness.
1: Or just change it so that you can have any visual setup you want.
2: Yeah, like Diablo did.
0: But then then all of our hard design work will go away.
2: Yeah, but your design work is shitty when it's messing up with my aesthetic.
0: Hey, man, we worked hard on that. We don't appreciate you calling our design work shitty.
2: If you're messing with my aesthetic because you refuse to put the set bonus, that would actually make your goddamn set worth it. Seriously. Like, that, all they'd have to do is make it so that it just doubled the effectiveness. Then you could use the crappier armor for longer until you got a set of the good shit.
0: I'm just going to let you know, I had to spend a skill point to double the effectiveness of one of my stats. If there was just armor that did that, that would be kind of broken. Okay,
2: but in some games they could do that. In this game, maybe double the effective, like maybe raise the effectiveness of the armor by fifty percent, twenty-five percent, rather
0: than or, it raises
2: your focus by another four percent,
0: or actually increase the armor at all. Because when you do the set bonus, it is just your armor is what the armor of the armor is.
2: See, no, that's what that's one of the things I'm talking about. If increase the effectiveness of the armor, raise your AC.
0: Okay, well it. When you said raise the effective stat.
2: I, I was talking about like, oh, it gives you plus two to strength, plus three to armor, and it gives you a 2% increase to focus. Just double that all out. Like That'll make it actually usable.
0: Well, that's what I meant. Okay. But anyway, uh, so yeah, aside from all that stuff, though, combat feels noticeably worse. That sucks. Yeah, this is very much the Batman Arkham City of the Middle-Earth Shadow series.
2: Well, hopefully it doesn't kill the series, because I really enjoyed the first game. I love the Nemesis system. That is quite possibly one of my favorite things to come out of modern gaming.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. And hopefully the next game that it releases is not the Arkham Origins of the series. Ooh. Because that could potentially kill it. Like, after... Like after the fucking horrible controversy of this game, the next game that they release with this needs to be a fucking banger. Otherwise, it could potentially kill off the series. And I mean, hey, that might free up monolith to you know get back to working on like Condemned or Fear or No One Lives Forever or something. They could finally have fucking Condemned 2 released on Steam. Nah. But we'll never know. Well, we might might know. know. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Fuck this noise. It's stupid. Anyway, uh, after that, I also got two new games on Steam. Uh, First one is Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight? Yes, Hollow Knight. Uh, you were playing as a bug dude uh, who continually goes into dungeons and explores, fights monsters, gets items to head back up top to go do other stuff. You rest on benches and stuff to save your progress. Yeah, it's, just, it's, just like a fu- it's like a fun little cartoony, um, like, roguelike-ish kind of game. I, I haven't gotten too deep into it. I think I've only played, like, fucking 30 minutes of it. Okay, 40 minutes of it, but still, same kind of thing. Uh, not a whole lot has happened, and I haven't really gotten a super deep look in the actual game or really been able to cement my opinions on it yet one game that I have played about 40 minutes of that I have some opinions on is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. This game is fucking great. Just from everything that I've seen so far, this game is kind of fucking fantastic. And what's also fantastic is the behind the scenes of it. Which are great. So the game the game in leading up to release was billed as a indie triple A game. What? Yeah. The idea, the idea with the game was that they built it with a indie development sized team with indie development sized marketing and indie development sized goals, but with the quality of a triple A game. Yeah. It was made by, it was made by Ninja Theory. Uh, who had made previous games like a, I think it was a Heavenly Sword and um, Enslaved Journey to the West. They made some really good games before, and yeah. they made this game by themselves, no publisher, no any of that. They just developed the game by themselves, released it for fifty bucks, and then made their money back and then some, showing a mass showing a massive success on a much smaller project. Showing that you don't need to fucking put out these games of services bullshit. You can just make a good fucking experience and have that stand on its own. And then they got bought by Microsoft, so they're fucked. But this game, it actually was a fucking kind of massive upset in the game game thing, I think, when when the game came out. And it was on sale, so I picked it up. And this game is fucking beautiful. This game was built on Unreal Engine 4, and they put in the fucking work for it, like art-wise, design-wise, animation-wise. Animation Animation has always been uh, Ninja Theory's strong suit, and it fucking shows in this, because dear God, it looks gorgeous. I was also interesting about it is uh, it's a game about psychosis. So you're playing as uh, this girl, Senua. Uh, Who starts out um, just in a log canoe going down the river.
2: Oh, I've heard about this game.
0: Yeah. While you are just surrounded by dead bodies. Just in the river on pikes on just fucking posts and shit. And the entire time there is a narrator talking who is talking like in the third person about Senua and what's happening. And then Senua actually looks at you and talks to you, the player. Because she has psychosis. She has a definable mental disability that the entire game is built around. In like, in like thematic context and the way it works in the world. Like, Like with psychosis, you like have auditory hallucinations and hear voices and stuff. She considers this curse. She thinks she is cursed. And the voices that she hears are furies. As she calls them, just like fucking horrible demons that exist inside her head, telling her all kinds of horrible shit. And it shows up in game of actually you, of like you moving forward and like something happens. And then the voices in her head react to it. And it all works through sound design of just like, like the voices are like barely heard in the background, just whispering. Sometimes they're screaming. And... And a lot of the times it's overlaid with the actual narrator discussing what's happening. Because the narrator herself is a character, kind of. Yeah. And it all works like me. it all works visually, it all works with the audio. And I also got into like the first combat situation in the game where I just got fucked because they're supposed to die. Because it shows the mechanic that if it was real, would have been great. So when, so, so, the, so the, whole, the whole idea with the game is that Senua is trying to get to Helheim to go talk to the goddess Hela to have her boyfriend, to have her lover Dillian resurrected. Because Helheim is apparently a place you could just get to.
2: Uh, depends on the myth.
0: Yeah, and this is a bunch of wood. But yeah, so uh, you head there with carrying Dillian's head. Like, you just have your fucking, you, like, she just has her lover's head wrapped in cloth around her belt the entire game. It is a trippy experience. Yeah, and so, and so you walk through and you get into the first combat situation, and the combat is interesting. Uh, it's like, the combat is mainly single target, but it's single target and can be group combat at the same time. So, you just, the second combat starts, you draw your sword and you lock onto an enemy. You then use the right stick to switch between enemies. And the, th- the situation that the situation that I got into was the situation in the Tory at least was um, 3v1, which I ended up losing because you have to because it, because it explains the mechanic there, where when you die, so like when, when she initially arrives at Helheim like at the door, uh, one of her hands begins rotting away and turning black.. Yeesh. And that is a mechanic throughout the entire game. Because because uh, after you die the first time, the camera kind of pans up and just text you just see text saying, every time you die, the rot will progress. If it reaches your head, all progress is deleted. Oh fuck. So it's this idea of permadeath in a linear story.
2: Yeah, just for anybody who's uh, listening and is confused as to why I sound like I both know about this game and don't, I have watched stuff on this game in the past. Yeah, cu-
0: I've never played it myself. The game came out a few years ago, so there was a lot of coverage of it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. so one of the... That, th- is,
2: that is absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah. It's not real,
2: though. Well, that also doesn't surprise me, but it's still brilliant.
0: Yeah, just if I didn't know that, that would be the most fucking terrifying thing.
2: Yeah, I'd be sitting there like, "Ah, I can't get into this fight. I'm low on HP. Instead of, eh, if I die, I'll just respawn.
0: Yeah, it adds this other layer of tension to everything, and it is kind of undercut by the fact that I know it's fake, but still. Yeah, and like I said, the game is just fucking gorgeous. This... This sells itself at this. This game sells itself as a game, but it is definitely an experience kind of thing. Like, yeah, there's a game in it with like puzzle solving and the combat and stuff, but a lot of it is just story and performance by our lead actress because it all it is all mocap on her. It's all mocap that works very well. Like, there is a bit of the uncanny valley to it. Like, not a super high amount. Like, it's done really well. But when she moves, there's occasionally just like, oh, that's not how a person's face looks. But it actually kind of goes with the whole like mental psychological damage kind of thing to it. Where it all just kind of sells it at giving this whole giving the entire proceedings just this weird like underpinning of just unease. And yeah, I'm gonna be playing I'm gonna be fucking playing more of this. This game is fucking great from what I've played so far. And yeah, I would have loved to see more games like this. This was this is a real pleasant surprise for me because I did not, I did not really have a lot of expectations going, expectations going into the game. I was like, yeah, this might be pretty good, and I am really digging it so far. That yeah, might change, honestly, That, that might like, change by the end of it. Kind of sold Who knows? Me on at
2: least watching a let's play of this.
0: Yeah, that might change by the end of it. Who the fuck knows? But until then, I'm just going to be fucking soaking it in.
2: Like you have genuinely sold me on at least watching a let's play of this because. This sounds fascinating.
0: Yeah, one thing that is a bit iffy, I'm not sure if it's about my system or what, but um, there's some hitching every now and again. There's like frame rate will drop for no real explained reason. Like, I'm not I'm not like playing it on like the highest graphical settings. I'm playing it just on the second highest tier, which my system meets it. Like, you need, a, you need at least a 960, I have a 970. But yeah, just every once in a while, the frame rate will just like, Take like a five or six frame hit for reasons I don't know. I need to upgrade my computer at some point. I have a new I have a new build all like fucking laid out. I just need fucking three thousand dollars.
2: <laughs> you heard it, one fan. Get on it. Get to work.
0: <laughs> Patreon.com slash Well, hey, if I if I take my time. In three hundred months, if things continue as they are, I will have the money as long as I do not touch our Patreon money at all for three hundred months. How many years is three hundred okay. months?
1: That's twenty five years.
0: All right, so yeah, by the time I am <laughs> yes, yeah, so by the time I am fifty, assuming that Patreon has continued and our one patron has stayed on the entire time then I will have the money for a new computer as well as probably already getting geared. as well as like probably by the time I order those parts, I'll get into geared to income housing because based on the wait times I've seen, that's how long I have to wait.
1: By the time you're 50, we'll probably be playing games beamed directly into our brains through our cyborg implants.
0: By the time I'm 50, this website will have probably died.
1: The internet may no longer exist.
0: Yeah. It'll just be fucking soup.
1: It'll just be the singularity hive mind.
0: Or the internet will have expanded, and all of a sudden we're living in fucking summer wars or whatever.
1: Or World War Three will have happened, and we'll be out in the wilderness shooting at coyotes.
0: Oh, by the time World War Three happens, I'm dead.
1: You're already dead right now.
0: Yeah, but I'll be like, deader, deader. Like fucking World War Three begins, and the second I hear nukes are, the nukes have launched, I'm just like, well, that's it. And then I just fucking slit my own throat.
1: Why, who's gonna nuke Canada? Maybe they'll miss
0: you. No, no, they won't nuke Canada. They'll nuke everywhere else where Canada gets their stuff. Oh. Uh, like the nuke will definitely hit Texas. Which is where the website is hosted. Oh. Uh, uh, they will hit okay. other major they will hit other major American cities. Where other I mean, websites and the internet and all of my services are hosted.
1: I mean I'll be gone because they'll hit New York and I'll be hit from the fallout from that. So I'll probably will, be safe. You guys will have to go home without
0: me. No, nah, it'll be irrigated regulated the gators. They'll, yeah, they'll, I'll be safe. Yeah, they'll bomb next they'll bomb next to Louisiana, and then all of a sudden a bunch of your gators will like grow massive sizes and become sentient. You're just walking along and one day a gator comes out and it's like, this is for my cousin, you ate him asshole, and then just get stabbed.
2: Your cousin was delicious!
0: So what's your horse?
2: Which one?
0: I don't know. I've eaten a lot of them. I only have two. I think. Well, there you go. I don't know. Like, moving on. <laughs> That's what I got. Okay, man.
2: All right. Well, uh, there's going to be a bit of a spoiler warning coming up because, uh, Dead just finished, uh, uh, well, finished recording his
0: left uh, Let's Play, right? Uh, not just. I finished recording it a couple weeks ago. I think it's, I, th- I talked about it on the show with you.
2: Well, I replayed through all of Ronpa, so I actually remember the damn game. Uh, and that actually got me on a kick for uh, visual novels. But Danganronpa, first off.
0: Yeah, so ju- just for... For reference to anybody out there, um, I just uploaded part, fi- I just uh, posted part 15 of the playthrough series. Um, there are 19 parts total. I finished uh, editing and getting it all recorded and uploaded and stuff on July 24th. So, hey, I finished the game. We'll be getting to that soon. I have talked about my opinions a bit, and we talk about it a bit more here. So if the one person watching less Let's Play series doesn't want that fucking spoiled, I guess...
2: Thank you for being loyal.
0: <laughs> um, you missed an episode though. <laughs> 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 uh, so any Huzle <sighs> Ding and Rampers.
2: Um yeah, I love that game. It's like really fucking good. Oh, the, the story, I actually really like the way it's all executed. The only thing that I kind of have a problem with are the minigames.
0: I I actually really like those. They're actually one of the things that I like the most about the series.
2: Let me let me say my piece, and then you can say your piece, and then I might end up agreeing with you, or you might end up agreeing with me. My, only re- my real issue with the minigames is... It comes in more in Danganronpa 2 than 1, but I am not good at rhythm games. I'm not. I I openly admit that.
0: Well, given your your noted disdain for music.
2: And given that fact, I actually have a lot of trouble during the um, fast talk debate section. Where you have to match the rhythm, not not mash the X button, which I wish it was, but m- match match the rhythm and then like time it perfectly so that you get everything just right.
0: Okay, not not the I nonstop. Have, okay, not the nonstop debate. The moment of truth. The moment of truth. Thank you.
2: I have lost entire cases because of that and had to go back to the beginning. Okay. And I, have- I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, I got better at it as I went along the first playthrough, and then. Again on my second playthrough, but I don't like that. I don't like that mechanic. I don't like. I, I'm passably okay with the hangman's gambit. Um, it, it's it just it it feels slightly obtrusive that they just throw this into the middle of the um into the middle of the proceedings. When you've had this entirely different rhythm the whole rest of the way, suddenly it's like, and now you will play Hangman with minimal clues. Unless you speak English, then you know exactly what this
0: says. So, question. Uh, what difficulty did you play all this on?
2: Um, I played it... I played the first case on Gentle to get a feel for it. Then I moved up to Kind, and then I moved up to Mean.
0: Okay. So I played the entire game on Kind. Just beginning to end, mm-hmm. and coming to this as a fan of Phoenix Wright, as a fan of the Ace Attorney games, um, all the mini game stuff actually added this new layer of to like the trial proceedings, because with Phoenix Wright, it is a lot. It is a lot of just reading each individual statement, pressing for more info, and then sitting there thinking for fucking nine hours because you're an idiot.
2: And objective. I actually can. I I like. I like what the mini games add, especially the the nonstop debate. I love that bullet thing. Like Oh yeah, the, no, the non-stop debate is the
0: best part of that fucking game.
2: I like I fuck oh oh I love that I love that mechanic. It's yeah. so good. And, and like um, the re- And, like and the I the- actually I don't have the hugest problem with the hangman's gambit. It's just a few things that I'm like, this feels obtrusive. It doesn't really flow perfectly for me. But like I love the nonstop debate, and if it wasn't for the fact that it's a rhythm mini game, I could even get into the moment of
0: truth. Yeah, the mo- the but moment it's of- a rhythm mini game, and I suck at those. I'm fine at them. Like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty shit at a lot of games because I'm. There's a record of me being shit, but the only one, I've, the only one of those I've ever actually almost failed at was because I would get to the end with the final statement, and then I forget that I can have multiple truth bullets at the moment of truth.
2: Oh God, I hate that. I like while I'm doing it I've also got to be switching to the right bullet because I remember which bullets the right bullet and that I, that I had no problem
0: with really it's uh like I I come from a musical family my dad's a drummer I played guitar for years and I'm very I'm very seriously considering getting a bass so music is music and rhythm are not a super problem for me
2: I come from a family of
0: writers. Yeah, that's,
2: I can predict story beats very easily
0: yeah so we have our strengths uh, the moment of truth stuff I I kind of like the moment of truth stuff uh, just by just through implication like yeah it's a rhythm game which does kind of feel weird but I just like what it actually is in terms of the like flow of in, in terms of the flow of the story of a trial because for the for those, actually... for those that know, the moment of truth is um, there. There are points in the there are points in the trial where you are where you are like giving all your evidence, and it's like yeah, this this happening, boom, 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 and then one person will just start freaking out and just refusing to accept what you say or even listen to you. So what you have to do is you have to go you go into the moment of truth, and what they do is they will throw statements at you, just saying yo shut up, fuck you, you're wrong, asshole, and then you have to shoot down those statements with your fucking logic or whatever whatever the whatever the bullet in that game represents. And then at the end of it, they will have their one statement of, this is the thing I do not believe and thus fuck you. And then you present the proper evidence to it. And then that will break them. So you can continue the trial.
2: Kind of like how in Phoenix, right after you've presented the evidence, they start having a freak out on the stand and it's the most hilarious thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just imagine that that was a mini game.
2: Yeah. And like, again, the only problem I have with that is that I suck at rhythm minigames. Like, I actually think it's, like, I agree with you. It's really, it feels really good. Except I suck at rhythm minigames. <laughs> so, like, I, I really, really, really wish that a game like this had a, do you suck at rhythm minigames? Okay, let's not have a rhythm minigame here. Let's have instead you doing this part of this, like, like I wish there was an alternative to the but- rhythm minigame.
0: Well, the alternative to the rhythm mini game is the rhythm mini game with fever mode activated. Which
2: is what I ended up doing most of the time, actually. Because then I can just mash X.
0: <laughs>
2: <sighs> I'm not even lying. Hand to God. I would just start, like, I'd activate fever mode and start mashing X and hoping.
0: <laughs> and then, like, okay, it's too late. Mash triangle. Honestly, I am. Just talking about it more and more, I am tempted. To just release every episode I have, I have stored up for dongan and at the exact same time, just so I can immediately install dongan and 2 and start playing it. Oh, you haven't started yet? No, I'm fucking waiting until I get all these all these things uploaded so they don't so they don't have a fucking like 19 episode backlog.
2: Fine, I, I won't spoil anything for Dongan Rompa 2 then. Um But my commentary on Dongan Rompa 1 actually extends into dongan and 2 because they both fixed things i had problems with in the mini games and then made new problems okay um they actually fixed my problem with the uh with the rhythm mini game in Danganronpa 2
0: was there an option uh, in the, instead was, there, of, was there an option when you're going through it, it's like do you want to hear more about the rhythm time mini game or do you want to just turn it off entirely
2: no, um, they changed it so that instead of having to tap X in time, you have to hold X and release it in time, which removes a little bit of confusion for my brain from my, like, okay, I gotta keep up with the time, and then I've got to time the triangle button. Instead, it's just release the X button in time. I can do that. I can count those beats in my head. Oh, so God. I have yet. I'm
0: not, I'm I noticed. I noticed. Imagine like a mod for Dong and Rapper or something where it replaces it replaces the regular. Um, it replaces the regular um Moment of Truth thing with a like Project Diva style thing where you where it's just like symbol or like face buttons floating in from off screen that you have to like hit in time and all that shit. See, I could do that. Just like a persona four dancing all night, but Dong and Rampa?
2: I could I could do the face buttons floating in on in time. No. But um Then they modified the hangman's gambit, and I'm I'm flipping i I'm flip flopping on this one. Um, instead of just having the letters floating in space and you have to fill in the blanks in the word, you have to, you have to basically know the whole word. Um, and the letters float in off from either side of the screen. And, okay, um, first you have to have two letters, you have to, you have to, you have to have two, two of the same letters on the screen, and then you collect one of the letters and shoot it at the other letter. And that solidifies the letter in your mind, so you can then put that letter into the word. However, you can't go out of order, and if the letters collide, it causes you to lose health. Which makes it far more complicated and actually makes it a little bit more intense, but... It, I feel like it gets a little overcomplicated at times because you've got all this going on all at once, and thankfully, on my uh, like, like uh, after I got after I figured out how to do it properly, I haven't lost health to it since. But it still is a little, it's a little finicky. It, it's not hard. It's finicky. Because ah, I stopped, I stopped paying attention for a fraction of a second, and suddenly I've lost an eighth of my health bar, a sixteenth of my health bar. Pay attention and at all times it it's what can take away a perfect trial and it 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 can ruin a perfect trial. and it it's cost me a couple perfect trials. Um, and that actually that angers me a little bit. Because if I have everything else perfect, then
1: it must be perfect too.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I've got a, I've got a perfect score across the rest of this trial, except for that, that one, for that part. one thing. And then they've got this other minigame that's called the Logic Dive. It's a snowboarding mini game. Oh no, not that. In the middle of a trial. It's like, I, I, I kind of get what they were going for, but snowboarding? Really, game? Like, yeah, this, this trial is real important and all, but snowboarding first. Well, it's it's all in the Digiverse kind of feel. Um, Like, it's all digitalized and it's on a grid mark and all that kind of stuff. But they don't
1: say, okay. We hold on. We have to go outside into the snow.
2: No, no, it's all in your head. It's, it's all in your head. So it's 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 called the logic dive because you're diving into your own thoughts, and it's not hard. It's not hard at all. So you long so long as you know the actual answer to the questions. But it 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 I I literally was just removed entirely from the game. The other ones, like, kept me in the game. I felt intense and, like, oh, I've got to figure this out. This one, I'm like, why am I snowboarding? Snowboard. I was in the middle of yelling at people and saying they were the killer. Why am I snowboarding? And I was I was just... It, it took me out entirely. Priorities. Also, I currently feel like the cast of the first game were better. Like, better written, had more depth... But I'm starting to question that as I get to know the characters, which I really think is one of the strengths of the Rampa series, is getting to know the characters and learning about their death. Not just having the, I was forced to kill my entire family in order to carry on the family name thrown at you in the very beginning of the story. You know what I mean? That's deep. Yeah, it's... So I'm I'm very much interested in getting to know the characters more of Don 2. So too. you
1: don't so you don't basically you don't want them to be like, oh hello, hello character who was randomly put into our village ten years ago. Yeah, basically The Night of a Fire. My name is
2: <laughs> Though I'm actually very cu- curious about the mystery of Don 2, too, because uh, I'm not sure if I can say this, but like with the mystery of Rampa 1, I have to wonder how if I wonder how and if it's going to play into Rampa 2, especially as we have a returning character. Have you heard about this, Dead?
0: I have seen images of Fat Byakia, yes. Yes, fat Byakia. It is interesting. <laughs> Byakia turned into Hifumi.
2: <laughs> yes he did Yes he did
0: <laughs> Which is what he deserves Fuck Byakya <laughs> uh, Byakya is a shit lord uh,
2: uh, But yeah um, I'm really curious as to how the mystery is going to play in With the recurring character and all um, There's see, also
0: I'm really interested to see What the fuck the tragedy is
2: there's also so many, much side content. Um, there's a mini game called Magical Girl Monomi, which I'm not sure how it affects the main game, but it's I, I had a little bit of trouble with it at first, but then when I learned some more of the mechanics, it was pretty easy, so I'm playing that on hard difficulty too. Um, I, I, on, I started uh, Duncan Rampa 2 on Kind and moved it up to Mean after the first case because well i beat dungeon Rapa 1 on mean so i'm not that worried are um, you going to check out ultra
0: despair girls oh uh, which one is that is that Dongan Rapa 3 that's dungeon Rampa 1.5 uh it is probably a, it is a spin-off series that is a believe a, i believe a third person shooter where you're playing as a girl with a megaphone fighting off monokumas Never mind, no.
2: I like murder mysteries.
0: But, um... According according to the the internet, the game takes place half a year after the events of the first game, prior to the events of the second game. And you are playing as...
2: Ooh, so this is is a sequel as far as time is concerned.
0: Yes, and you're playing...
2: Well, Yaki gained a lot of weight.
0: And you're playing as Makoto's sister. What? Yeah, in the game, you're playing as... Kumaru Nagi, the younger sister of the first game's protagonist, who has spent the la- who spent the past year locked inside an apartment complex in Toa City, unaware of what's happening outside. What?
2: Man, people like locking each other in buildings
0: to try and hide things from them. Yeah, and Biyaki is in it too. He, what the fuck, Byakuya? <laughs> he gives he gives uh, Kom- he gives Komaru a gun. He, he gives the he gives her the hacking megaphone. Apparently. Good lord! Oh, and Genocide Jack's in it too. I love
2: Genocide Jack. She is great. She makes Biakia tolerable.
0: No, she doesn't. Yeah, she. Nothing does can make Biakia because... tolerable. Biakia is dog shit. Just the worst. Just a fucking terrible human being who should have died in the first game.
2: Yeah, I agree with that one.
0: With the amount of with the amount of motherfucking I am invincible, nothing can defeat me fucking posturing from that motherfucker. I assumed he was going to die. And that would have been the hardest case to solve because everyone except for Toko, actually even Toko, had a very reasonable motive for wanting him dead. Yeah, Toko because that's her I... fetish and everybody else because he's biyakia. Yeah,
2: I wholeheartedly agree with you in that fact. Um. <laughs> mm. No, yeah. I, I can't. I can't. I can't say what I want to
0: say because. Uh, but yeah, no. so just just going forward. Anybody's interested? Um, the one person who's interested. Um, going forward, when how I'm probably gonna be running through these games is Don and One, Don and Two, Ultra Despair Girls. Rampa 3.
2: I might actually watch Dead Man's Let's Play of Ultra Despair Girls because I want to know the lore.
0: Yeah, Ultra Despair Girls comes out came out and came out 2 years after Danganronpa 2 and 3 years before Rampa 3, so I feel like that's a good I feel like that's a good order to play them in. Yeah.
2: I Danganronpa is one of the few universes that I'm more interested in the lore than anything else.
0: Yeah, because they've set up all this goddamn shit and not explained any of it. I'm just I'm so, I am
2: absolutely fascinated by their the world that Don put takes place in. <sighs> like, how vague do they get with their ultimate titles? Uh, like, can you have a class with the ultimate detective, the ultimate investigator, the ultimate private investigator, and the ultimate crime scene analyst?
0: And then the ultimate best boy or whatever. (laughs) Just whatever the protagonist is. Whatever bullshit title he gets. The ultimate hope. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. That was the most most cheeseball shit.
2: Shoot them with your hope, (laughs) Makoto.
0: Inseminate them with your hope. You Byakuya or, a hot load or, of hope right in his face.
2: Or fail that uh, story and inseminate Hina with your hope.
0: <laughs> no, you inseminate Hina with your, re- with your resignation. This is getting too lewd for me. Oh, That's the game. Man. If you choose the bad ending, you just flash forward, and all fucking three of the men left. Biakia, yeah, fucking Byakuya, uh hero, and you. You all fuck Hina, and she gives birth to all of your kids.
2: Because apparently no one will touch Toko. No, Toko's dead. Why is Toko dead? Didn't you see? Byakya
0: was holding her funeral picture.
2: Oh, I've never actually seen the bad ending.
0: Oh, well, if you do, then... Yeah, it's Hina. She has three kids around. I think she's pregnant with another one. And then Byakya is holding Toko's funeral picture. Hmm, okay. Yeah, all the kids are around the same age. So it is just a... He's just a baby factory. Yeah. That actually doesn't
2: surprise me. Um. And if it was Sakura, though. Ooh. Mm. Ooh.
0: Uh, I kind of want to play a Dynasty Warrior style game with Sakura in it, though.
2: I feel like I have to warn anybody who is interested in getting into Rampa, The game leans heavy on the perfumer. Of course it fucking does. It's an individual novel. Uh, like... There's almost porn pictures constantly. You When you, when you max befriend someone, you receive their underwear. Boy well, or girl.
0: Well, that's in the school life mode.
2: Yeah, but when you max friend someone you receive their underwear, boy or girl. You know, And in Danganronpa 2, if you max friend someone in the normal game, you receive their underwear.
0: Again, you know, like you do. By the way, KM Underwear's in the mail. Thank you, finally. I sent you mine a month ago. (laughs) It's a a give and take, man. But, um... Alex, you'll get there eventually.
2: (laughs) I love these games. So wholeheartedly. And I, I can't. I throw my full support behind them. Yeah, and fucking I want. Spike turns off, man. I want. I want the. I want the lore. I want to find the person who's writing the backstory for these games, and like, I want to strangle them until they tell me the story, so that I just know. <laughs> I want to know. Uh... Never reveal yourself to me, creator of these stories. Because you won't survive telling me. I want to know.
0: Oh shit! Well, what? Kinda, uh, the game was actually inspired by Cube. Huh? The the movies? Yeah the 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 movie Cube. Huh.
2: That is very interesting.
0: Yeah. For those who haven't, seen I can Cube, see
2: where the elements they're. I can see the elements that they're pulling from.
0: Yeah. For those of those who haven't seen Cube, it is a really solid like sci fi thriller horror kind of thing. Um, where a bunch of people wake up in a cube that has doors on all four walls, the ceiling and the floor, and each of those walls leaves, leaves another cube. And some of these cubes are trapped, and it's about these guys trying to figure out why they're there, where there is, what the cube actually is, and where the traps are.
2: And if I remember correctly, they all have amnesia. Yes, none of them remember how they got there. Supposedly. I can't remember if one of them actually does know in the no, end. But...
0: Um, no, no, uh, no. From what I remember the original Cube, uh, none of them do remember how they got there. Uh, they just kind of like, "Oh, we got drugged and woke up here." But then one, no, guy that goes, was in
2: one of the later Cubes that someone actually was like an inside man kind of deal.
0: Yeah, in Cube Zero, um, it is a a Cube Zero actually is told from the point of view of one of the guys running the Cube. Yeah, like a, like one of the guys who's monitoring the Cube. He. Uh, I think he falls in love with one of the people inside the cube, and then begins like yep. working to try to get her out of it. And then by the end of it, he has turned into the mentally handicapped guy from the first movie. Well, n- not literally, but it's implied that like that like um what's his fucking name they're uh, one and the same. Well, no, not 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 like literally one and the same. Um Kazan, yeah, it's implied that Kazan used to work for the people who run the cube, but then fucked up and was put inside much like this guy was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the main guy from Main Guy for Cube Zero does not become Kazan. Okay. But then there's Cube 2 Hypercube, which is terrible. Oh. Where they just fucking ignore everything the first movie set up and
2: make it they like go for terrible visual effects.
0: Yeah, because instead of being in a just fucking regular cube, they're in a Tesseract, a four dimensional cube.
2: Yeah. Yeah Avengers did not invent that term.
0: Yeah, of course they fucking didn't.
2: No, I've 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 had to explain that to people.
0: Yeah, no, that's because people are idiots. Yeah. But yeah. So those those be fucking great. Also, Canadian Productions. All those movies are Canadian. Uh the first movie has David Hewlett and Nicole DeBoer, who are two relatively well known faces in like Canadian. Sci-fi stuff. Uh, Nicole de Boer, she was in, uh, last, was in the last space. She's in the last season of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. She was uh, in the Dead Zone TV series, and then David Hewlett is from Stargate.
2: I love me some Stargate. Yeah, dog. Anyway, so back to Don Ganrampa. Yes, on topic. Um, like I just I have to say this, like. I'm really curious how many people are left outside the walls. And if our like, we, we know that Byakuya must have made it some distance because not only is he mentioned in 1.5, he is actively in two. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how far, like what happens once they're out? Like I, I have so many fucking questions Yeah, about the Danganronpa universe Um. I, I just I can't even begin to like to start digging into my questions,
0: but we will get into that when both of us have finished Rampa 2.
2: So next year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or who knows? Oh. I may just do like a I may just do like a sit down and play for 27 hours recording the entire time then just edit that down. Just start out really fucking ecstatic going into it, and then by the end of it, I am delirious and low energy, just going n- 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 Stop it.
2: Fuck you! You're the murderer, me! <laughs>
0: <laughs> stop lying to me, fucking funeral picture. You did it, you bitch. Uh,
2: I felt like, I, I literally I powered through all of one last night. Because I wanted to have, like, it fresh in my memory for today. Hmm. (laughs) So I was kind of like that towards the end of the night. I was like, I remember who murdered me. (laughs) I mean, you. No, there's no character named you. Who are you?
0: (laughs) You killed Mondo Monokuma, and I'm going to prove it. I know who you really are. i go going to rip off his face. And it's just robot stuff underneath. See, I knew you were a clock.
2: But my absolute favorite thing about these games has to be. Well, okay. My second favorite, because my absolute favorite is the people. Getting to know the people is my favorite thing about these games. Yeah, that's the point of these games. I, per- I prefer school mode to regular mode because I get to know these characters yeah, the, more the point, fully.
0: The point of these games is get to know these characters. So you actually feel something when they get killed.
2: Yeah and which is why the first murder is always like a oh that sucks i was just getting to like these people
0: well uh, poopsicles even, even you person yeah even you you
2: even you c- character that gets
1: killed off first
0: so nobody but
2: cares. um wow, well, we'll get you but my my second favorite, my, like, literally, like, this is the thing I think about first when I think about Rampa.
0: It's the punishments. Yeah. Oh, the punishments are so good. And they look, they're so fucking well animated and so interesting.
2: They are so well animated. I don't really like uh, the final punishment in Rampa 1, because it
0: just kind of feels like,
2: eh, We didn't really have a plan for this, one. Let's just throw shit together.
0: Yeah, and it also doesn't really track of like, hey, yeah, we set this up so that every, so that these things will kill the people involved. Let's have one person go through all of them and not die.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait, what?
0: Yeah, the final punishment in Danganronpa 1 is all the punishments.
2: Yeah, but she does die in the end, doesn't she? Yeah, but... Oh, she survived until the final one. Yeah, the first
0: punishment kills... Our, the kills fucking uh, Mondo. Leon. Leon Guada. No, yeah, Leon. Yeah, kills Leon, and then she survives it. No problem. And then survives all of them until the very end.
2: If I remember, it was Leon, Mondo, and then... Um... God, who was the third
0: murderer? I think Mondo was the third murderer.
2: No. No, Mondo was the second murder. Mondo committed the second murder. The third was Celeste. The fourth was Sakura, and the fifth was, well, supposedly, you. (laughs) But, uh, as you might guess, I'm currently on a kind of visual novel-style kick, so, um... I recently started replaying Phoenix Wright Justice for All.
0: Oh yeah, that's the th- third one, right? I thought that was the second one. Second one is Trials and Tribulations.
2: Well, okay, then That's the third one. I don't, I don't remember exactly.
0: Yeah, it's Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, then Trials and Tribulations, then Justice for All, then Apollo Justice, then Spirit of Justice.
2: Or... Whichever place in the timeline it takes, it's an awesome game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. I um, fucking love but it. But it, uh, like,
2: like, like Deadman says, as someone who is a fan of Phoenix Wright and has played both Phoenix Wright and Don I, oh, I no,
0: could, Sorry, you right. I, got, I got, oh, I got, ju- I got just for all re- reversed. Okay, good. Um,
2: I, I could. It could use some mini games in the courtroom. Cause that shit gets
0: boring. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, just all reading, and like, yeah, it's like well written and stuff or whatever. But you oh. don't get as interested in the characters either. Oh shit! Oh, wait, just fucking. There's a there's an Eastern game coming to the Switch Ooh. in the fiscal year of 2018. Ooh. Meaning we will get it in the states like two years from now. Oh. And we will fucking never goddamn get the motherfucking. uh, Die Gakuten Saiban. We're never going to be getting that shit. What's that? Uh, That is the Meiji era with Sherlock Holmes and young, tiny child girl Watson Phoenix Wright game. Fuck them. Yes, it is the Ace Attorney game set in the fucking. Yes, set in the Meiji era where. You're playing as a you're playing as an ancestor of Phoenix Wright.
2: Well, if you love Danganronpa and want something a little bit more low key, check out Phoenix Wright. If you love Phoenix Wright and you want to get have some really interesting characters but feel like a creepo, play Danganronpa. That's my final judgment on both those
0: games. Well, alrighty then. <laughs> Anything else you've been playing?
2: Uh that's really it. Um yeah, that's all I
0: want to talk about right now. All right then. Those well, are playing then. On to the news. So first up. No Man's Sky is apparently not shit anymore.
2: What?
1: That's what they say. I'm not sure I believe them.
0: Yeah. So, for those who don't remember, um No Man's Sky was a big deal a couple years ago. Um upon uh like on lead up to release uh Sean Murray, uh the creative director of the game for hello games was selling this game fucking hard saying like oh yeah it's gonna be fucking infinite possibilities it's gonna have multiplayer this gonna be able to meet up with people on different plants blah, blah 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 blah. all that shit uh then the game came out and it had none of that it was basically just a survival game just fucking regular old shit
1: survival game with no interaction with anyone else whatsoever
0: nope you were technically in a shared universe in that you could go to planets that were named by other people, but you could not ever interact with anybody. Ever. At all. Ever.
2: And there were penises.
0: Yep, and so then the game just fucking... So then, fast forward to... Not couple... only
1: did it die, people. a lot of people were, like, threatening to sue them for false advertisement, I think.
0: Yeah. So, fast forward to a couple weeks ago, and then a new big update was introduced. Um, Update 1.5 called No Man's Sky Next which did a large overhaul of the game and added a whole bunch of shit, including a graphical overhaul, which included character customization and a third person view of the game. The ability to, um, command freight freighter armadas near unlimited base building in a creative mode that essentially just gave you like unlimited shit. So you just build whatever you want and then full multiplayer. So it started to become more like the actual thing the game was purported to be in the initial marketing.
2: Eh, I'll just play Space Engineers.
0: They also they also reduced the price by, I think, like 30 bucks. Which, yeah, that, the game probably should have been that price from the jump. But from what I have seen of the game since this update, uh, it's still not great because i was like yeah i, I might pick it up will let me look at some videos of it and the first video i saw was of two guys it was from funhouse uh they launched the game spawned in spawned in the world spawned in a planet that they couldn't leave because the, because the actual components that they needed to build the ship were impossible to get on that planet
1: sounds like great design
0: yeah that's what happens when it's that's what happens when you have fucking random generating shit just you can occasionally randomly generate into nothing so yeah that's that um anybody out there who played no man's sky or whatever dude did these did these changes actually help at all is the game any better or worse let us know in the comments down below
2: are you still as angry as you were the day that they promised you the the universe and instead delivered
0: you a rock? I mean pe- I mean people were claiming even died. before it
1: was out like there's no way they can do this They're They're overhyping it like usual.
0: Oh no, yeah, but still. It was a moan of hope.
2: They maligned it.
0: Yeah, there's the Peter Molyneux bit right here. Or I'm gonna put a mark in the I'm gonna put a mark in the whiteboard every time every time I say the game is not on rails, so you will know the game is not on rails. Anywho, moving right along, Octopath Traveler, the newest RPG from Square on Switch, throwback to old styles of RPGs and stuff. Game has been much hyped, and people seem to be really latching onto it. Uh, so much so that it has passed the one million sales mark.
1: Yes, yeah, it's very. It's supposedly, it's great. I'd yeah. totally, totally be all over that if I had a Switch, but I don't.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Uh, the sales number, which includes uh, physical and digital downloads, is fucking just... That's a big deal. One million sales is a milestone, man. That is a big fucking deal. Actually, how long has the game been out?
1: I think like two weeks, maybe?
0: Yeah, July 13th. And they made the announcement of the thing on today. So, yeah, in three weeks, it sold a million copies. Which, that's really impressive. Uh, Moving right along. Next piece of news. Uh, So, in celebration of this year's EVO tournament, uh, Steam is actually putting a bunch of fighting games for free this weekend. That'll be lasting until August sixth, Monday at ten a.m. Pacific or one p.m. Eastern.
2: Evo tournament?
0: Yes, e- yes. Uh, Evo. It's this big fighting game tournament that happens every year in Vegas, where it is just a bunch of nerds at a fucking hotel in Vegas playing fighting games.
1: Yeah, and getting gambled on. I can yeah. get behind
0: that. Yeah, it's a bunch of dudes playing like fucking Street Fighter <laughs> and bitching about bitching about you know fucking how Smash Brothers Melee is the best fighting game ever or whatever. There's also just a bunch of dudes in fucking hotel rooms playing that Jackie Chan fighting game. <laughs> There's a Jackie Chan fighting game? Yeah. Jackie Chan in uh, Fist of Fury? Fist of Fire, I think? Let me check. Yeah, it's, it's a game where you can play as three different types of Jackie Chan. What? Jackie Chan and Fist of Fury? like
1: old Jackie Chan, middle-aged Jackie Chan, and young Jackie Chan?
0: Um, No, it's... a. Uh, fists of fire is that it
1: fire Jackie Chan how does that work out
0: uh no okay, painfully so, yeah Jackie Chan in fists of fire uh it is a upgraded version of Jackie Chan the kung fu master it's a 2d fighting game uh where you can play as um there are a bunch of different characters in it that are just kind of whatever dudes uh so there is a uh, drunken master Jackie Chan uh, spiritual kung fu Jackie Chan um. Yes, yeah, Drunken Master from Drunken Master, where you have like I love fucking that
2: movie.
0: Yeah. Then there is a spiritual kung fu, which is from the movie Spiritual Kung Fu, and then Project A Jackie Chan, where he is just like a cop.
1: Oh man, I was hoping there'd be a rush hour of Jackie Chan.
0: And then there is mysterious lion, who some people believe to be a fourth type of Jackie Chan. and then there is like a. Five other characters who are not Jackie Chan at all. Yeah, from what I've heard, sometimes some dudes will just fucking bring this game to Evo, set it up in a hotel room, people have like dollar matches. Yeah, anyway, so for for this this weekend, um, these games will uh, not only be free to play for the weekend, but are also seem to be either on sale or their prices are just that low because I... Yeah, okay. It is. It is. There's is a sale for that because I could not believe that Street Fighter Five was ten bucks regularly. <laughs> yeah. So Street Fighter Five, um, Tekken Seven, Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, Metal Gear XRD Revelator, Injustice Two, and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. These are all games that are free to play until Monday, and they are all also at reduced prices. So if you're into fighting games, fucking check that shit out. Moving on from there, uh, Capcom in a call to investors uh, said they're looking to do more. Say that they're looking to do more remakes after the Resident Evil Two remake comes out. In a call to investors, um, Capcom said, "Quote: Resident Evil Two was received very well at E3, and in order to tie this first success to actual sales, we are working out our promotional strategy. Further, regarding remakes and releasing of and releasing and re-releasing of titles in our back catalog." We expect to explore these further with a variety of with a variety of properties as a part of our strategy to utilize our library of IP. So, you know, business shit saying we have a lot of we have a lot of games that people really like. We will make nothing new ever again.
2: And who is it that was saying this Capcom Capcom? Damn, yes. They're not the ones who own the Dot Hack series. Nope. Uh no, that's Bandai Namco.
0: Yep. Yeah, I know. And apparently, Capcom, uh, well, all, Capcom also expects the Resident Evil 2 remake to be a million seller.
1: I might be pushing it a bit. Yeah, uh, just that, just, that, that, that means when it doesn't make a million, they're going to go, "Uh, oh, never mind, abort."
0: Yeah, well, this is yeah, well, this is a massive failure. It's clear that you guys do not want remakes of our old classic games. Uh, we will now be putting all, all of them back into the vault, and you will never see any of them ever again.
1: We're now just going to make pachinko and gotcha.
0: Word, dog. Seems seems to be working out well for fucking Konami. I mean, they're making bank. For now. Yeah. So, moving on. Next piece of news. A new Life is Strange 2 trailer has dropped. And it is a teaser of something to be revealed on August 20th. So in the trailer, uh, it is a it's dashboard cam footage of a cop car, uh, with just dude driving around, gets to it gets to an area and then says and then calls in a ten ten, which based on very light research is a fight in progress. At which point he gets blown back and his car gets flipped over by an unseen force. And then and at the end it shows the backpack with the logo and then all will be revealed August twentieth. So whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. But I am fucking hype. I want this game. God damn it. It's going to be it's gonna be fucking. Hopefully it'll be good. And hopefully it won't blue screen my computer like Captain Spirit did. But we shall see. Uh, that game is coming out. Uh, episode 1 at least is coming out on PS4, PC, and x on September 27th. And I might end up actually just getting it on PS4. Yeah, actually, it's probably a smarter idea. I'll just get it on PS4. Yeah. And then just record it from there, because yay! Consoles make things easy! Consoles can't blue screen as easily. <laughs> yeah. They, so- they can
2: still blue screen, like a motherfucker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Will it be more, I think, white? I think it'll be more blue bar in this case.
2: Red ring of death.
0: Yeah. So, Annie Huzel. From there, we move on to our final piece of news, which may or may not be something to somebody. Uh, so, in a statement uh, released by Casey Hudson, studio head of Bioware. Oh, no. They hear the people. and they hear I'm that people, on the people, my seat. And they hear that Should people want more Mass Effect, and they want more Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. And according to him, quote, So rest assured that we have some teams hidden away working on some secret stuff that I think you'll really like. We're just not ready to talk about any of it for a little while.
2: Oh, I will murder him. <laughs> that is such a cock tease. Oh, it,
1: we, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. That's basically just them saying we didn't shelf Mass Effect forever after Andromeda.
0: However, Fuck them. This, this does echo, the, according to Eurogamer, this does actually echo the words of Mike Gamble, who is the lead producer on Anthem and a former Mass Effect producer, who said, quote, "There's a team working on Dragon Age stuff right now, and Mass Effect is certainly not dead."
2: So when are we going to get an announcement, guys? Um, or are you guys waiting for in seven day? That is probably what they're doing, assholes.
0: Oh, actually, yeah. I just, I just looked up. I just looked something up actually. Um, so. Life is Strange 2 is actually $7 cheaper on PS4 than it is on Steam. (laughs) I'm
2: really excited for N7 Day this year now.
0: When's N7 Day?
2: November 7th.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm an idiot. I'm pretty sure. I mean, that makes the most sense. That makes kind of sense. Yeah, wouldn't really make a lot of sense. Like, all right, everybody, get ready to celebrate N7 Day coming out on June 20th. Yeah, November 7th. So yeah, get ready for that shit, I guess. And that does it for news for this week. Moving on to fucking new releases. We got some stuff, I guess. La Mulana 2 came out this week. People that that's a thing. And then also WarioWare Gold on three D S. Yeah. Yeah, okay, not a lot's fucking happening this week.
2: Really. What are you talking about? WarioWare is the greatest thing. I'm not even gonna finish. WarioWare is thing. like the
1: When was the last time they made a WarioWare?
0: Uh years ago, fucking on the Wii, the original Wii. Jeez. Yep, and then moving on from there next week. Uh, Madden NFL nineteen.
1: Whoa. Oh yeah, that's really something. I'm sure people are hyped about.
0: Uh, Dead Cells, which is actually something that people see people are relatively hyped about because that game has been in early access forever, and is now getting their official fucking 1.0 release on Xbox and Switch, or maybe not. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dead Cells is fucking weird to me. Early access games, I don't understand them. By the way, I should also say that I received a copy of Dead Cells from the developer. Did you? Yeah.
2: Hashtag not spawn.
0: No, hashtag disclosure. Uh, Also next week, Monster Monster Hunter World is coming out on PC. And then We Happy Few is, I guess, getting a full official release now. Yeah, and We Happy Few looked interesting when it initially started, but then they kind of fucked it by rehaul it, by changing the entirety of the game. Mm -hmm. And they did it again. Then again, I think. I don't know. This thing, this thing's fucking weird. Yeah. That's all coming out. That's couple weeks asking can do for this week thank you all for joining us we'll be back at some point more of this shit then I'm dead
2: and I'm caveman
0: yeah we'll see you guys next time bye one time